Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Jim and Kirsty, you just got out. You Not did. out of the room, out of the... Out of the show. Everything. Out of everything. Out yeah. of, you did oh it. My You're our goodness. most escapee people so far this season. <laughs> was, it, was it like a giant dome, the way the Truman Show was a giant dome? Maybe that's still yet to be uncovered. Ooh. Yeah, do you do you go out through the Yeah, what what is the world going to be like on the outside? Mm. Are you going to go out and it's going to be like it's the year 2259. We've been pretending Worse, it's the 20th It's 20th, the year 1859. It's, oh no. It's weird. <laughs> that's yeah. some weird stuff. Get outside and find out that the world's entirely populated by the cardboard cutouts. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I have no idea what's going to happen after this. I am so excited to see what's on the other end of this tunnel next episode. This is just tortuous to be left on a cliffhanger. I mean, it's, I it's bad enough listening to it on the show, but to know that I've got to wait even longer to find out. <laughs> it's so rough. <laughs> well, it is, yeah, so now that some, it sounded like we were going to be the ones to uncover the truth, but no, we are the ones to uncover the just before the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the interesting <laughs> part, isn't it? And I wanted to ask you about that. There are still three more episodes to go. Yeah, how are there still three more episodes? What, what okay. do you reckon? Okay, that means that the outside world has to be wild, right? There has to be some big old crazy thing going on. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, dog you have to... Why would you uh, want to escape say, the dog world? To me, it sort of feels like the end of Westworld Season 2, where you suddenly arrive out in the outside world. But this is happening with three episodes left to go. So immediately I'm like, oh, we're going to encounter the Ed Harris and we're going to uh, <laughs> seek vengeance. We're going to try and rescue our childhood friend. Uh, we're going to, oh, I don't, I don't even know all the places where this is going to go. We didn't even find out who oh. our mysterious friend is because they're at the end of the tunnel. Mm. We're only in the middle yes. of the tunnel. Oh, oh. Is it, what if it's you? What if it's you from the future? <laughs> what if it's me, Jim and, Fishwick? What if it's Inside actually Jim Fishwick? Rabbit. What if you get out and then you see Jim Fishwick and he says, oh, how was your day so far? Would you like to tell me about the things you've done in your day? <laughs> yeah, this I'll is do a an, whole thing about it. Wait, this isn't matter at all. I've been writing a story on this typewriter. Would you like to... Um, it's, it's really interesting. I wonder... Tell you what I tell you what I'd really mean is you get out, you're wonderful. The next episode is just like, oh, you have a fun day and there's some puzzles that happen and then you go to bed in your new hotel that you've got now that you're in the outside world. <laughs> And you see a small red flashing in the corner. There's another camera. This oh, no. is part of the show. Spo can I give you a spoiler, non-spoiler? Sure. Yeah. That was 100% something I have in my original set of Ooh. notes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll find out next episode. Oh, yes, I never wrote a second set of notes. That is what's happening. <laughs> it's in my original and current set of notes. I, I'm looking forward to the podcast, This Escape of the Final Episode, so I can tell you the stuff that's changed oh, over the yes. season. Because it's gone quite in interesting directions. Uh, but going back to the actual room that we just did, oh, rather yeah. than thinking about the room next time, uh, you guys did great. Did you have any moments in that room that you that you really enjoyed or made you, you feel smart? You felt smart. smart. <laughs> oh, I, oh, when I said we need to sniff the posters. I was so happy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Very good, Kate. Oh, my God. Very smart. Well, 
I never would have thought of that, except we had a real life smell based um, puzzle quite recently and we were huh. terrible at it. <laughs> They're really <laughs> yeah. hard, aren't they? I yeah. know a lot of uh, rooms are sort of iffy about putting them in. One, because who knows, allergens and all that sort of stuff, how sensitive someone is to smells, but also it's really hard. Mm. Yeah. And especially, it's really interesting in an audio escape room because. Generally, I would have said it's impossible to do a smell-based puzzle in an audio escape room because <laughs> what do you do? You're like, you smell a rose. Oh, can I smell this mug? It smells like that rose. <laughs> like you just have, you just give. There's no puzzle. It's just like you smell a thing that smells like coffee. Oh, yeah, okay. which is why I had to interlink it with homophone pun puzzle mm. as well, so that it wasn't just oh cool. If you sniff the thing, you get the answer. Yeah. 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 And yeah, like the idea of like linking it to what am I trying to smell? Why mm. would I be trying to smell that? Mm. And then the smelling itself is just like, it smells like popcorn. It smells strong. It smells unstrong. Don't worry about it. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, it's really, it was really interesting to do that. But also so beautifully the inside the logic of the world. Because mm. a lot of my friends did work at a cinema and they came back <laughs> smelling of popcorn <laughs> and like every, it seeps into everything. Um, I was wondering whether or not to give you a canonical former high school friend who used to smell like popcorn every day. Mm. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, well, uh, and Billy, were you just asking, is that the first time we've had a smell? Is puzzle? that the first time we've done something smell based? I'd be surprised because we've definitely done tastes. Interesting. So I'd be surprised mm. if smell hadn't come up before, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. No. So does that, is that all the senses now that you've done? We haven't done... Well, have we done a touch puzzle? Touch is very hard. Have we done a puzzle where something feels like something else? I'm not sure. must have come up all the time, Again, surely. you would think so. It's hard to not just be like, it feels like this object. Mm. <laughs> and you've done like things being hot or cold. Like, oh, maybe that a, counts, I suppose. A, a balance one would be That's interesting, true. like your sense of balance. What about your <laughs> sense of fashion? Is there a puzzle involving sense ah. of fashion? So we have done a model's room. room. You got any what, about, ever... what about your sense of impending doom? <laughs> mm, mm. That's in every puzzle. If you um, don't get out in time. Jim, did you have a did you have a standout moment for yourself? Uh, I think seeing that the arcade screen for the Tetris thing looked like the seating chart. I mm. it was interesting because I sort of like felt clever that I'd spotted the connection, but I didn't get to actually pay it off for another. <laughs> Like half an hour or something. <laughs> True, but it is nice. It is nice to be able to see, like, oh, I haven't even seen the other side of this puzzle, but I know what it's going to be. Like, I know how it's going to connect. This it's nice. Yeah. It was funny that you said seating chart, and I totally got what you meant. Whereas when Billy did the play test, he went, oh, it looks exactly like our local cinema. <laughs> because I don't know if this is the case in a lot of places. All our local cinemas have these fat maroon chairs. Yeah, the yeah. colour to me really sold it. There's a certain kind of cinema chair color that is this dark maroon mm. uh yeah and I, I haven't been to enough far away cinemas to know how far that goes mm. oh, well i can a tell lot you of i used them to are, sorry a lot of them are dark maroon hmm. i wonder what that is does that make the movie better oh there's some capitalist science behind it i'm sure <laughs> mm. um the so the film museum that i used to work at we had two cinemas, which were also called Cinema 1 and Cinema 2, and all the chairs were black, except in what? Cinema 1, a bunch of them were coloured red, and in Cinema 2, a bunch of them were coloured yellow. And the story went oh. that the two architects, one of them supported one of the local football teams and one of them supported the <laughs> other one, and they couldn't oh agree wow. about which 
uh, color the chairs should be, and so they got one each. (laughs) Can I just say, I I just Googled it. It is an answer, and it's because apparently uh, if you put yourself in low light conditions, red is the first color to disappear. So that's the one you lose sight of the most. So it makes the chairs disappear. Yeah. That's very cool. So you're only seeing the screen. You're not seeing what's around you quite as much. Oh, see, science. I was worried that it was something like how the carpets in cinemas will have things that look like popcorn have been dropped on them so that you don't notice Mm. it. And it's like in case people start randomly bleeding while watching a film. (laughs) 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 I I think that one makes much more sense. Yes. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's a nice um, reason. I liked this room. I thought it was a really nice sort of like progression. It was a, I don't know, it felt like a classic Escape This Podcast room. It's interesting because I've had so many this season in particular that have just been singular rooms. Mm. And this one was the most multi-room. There were like, mm. what, five different areas? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. One and all of them locked off. Yeah. Five separate rooms. Yeah. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a little while. Yeah, and I was yeah, like. I forgot how. Yeah, I forgot how different that could make it because I was really worried before running this room that it was really short because my notes for this room are like one to 2,000 words shorter than my other write-ups and I don't know why. So I was just terrified the entire time it was a really short, easy room. Mm. But well, it seems like it welcome. felt comparable. It's a good thing you booked us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I had, the, I had the same thing. I did the play test and it, and it took the same amount of time as any other recording. It like... Something about it, even though you have fewer notes, it just kind of I don't progresses along. And, and I, maybe there are more puzzles that you need to stop and think about in this one. Like, I feel mm. like the figuring out the code for the, uh, the, the, the movies to get the ticket printed is yes. like a whole, like, takes That's a true. lot. To I think, don't have many. Notes I've got to dwell that. on this and this. And I go, but the, but the write up for that is just mm. they insert correct code. Mm. It is yeah. this. Yeah. But like, in actuality, you have to like look at it. You look at over at the cardboard cutout. You think, oh, maybe that indicates what movie it is. How does that relate back to the titles? Oh, that one's got clue in it. That could be the Sherlock Holmes. This <sighs> is then the ticket has. There's so many layers to it, but written out, it's fair, very, very simple. I suppose that's yeah. just yeah. requires that's, a lot of bringing it together. To me, that's like the mark of a good puzzle is that mm. when you're designing a puzzle, you're trying to design a path through it for the person who's solving it. And if you can do that while putting in only a small number of like moving parts that they need to think about or only a small number of like constraints or hints, then that's a really elegant puzzle that all the pieces mm. of it uh, feel, they all felt so natural in the world. And it was just uh, really deft touches of like nudging us, nudging us towards the right answer along the way. Oh, I'm glad. Mm. Oh, can I just say, uh, well done on getting the high plus lie puzzle as quickly as you did, remembering <laughs> that you had seen both H-I and L-I in mm. their various places. Oh, man. Yes, the... It's all a blur. I can't even remember where we got lie from. Oh, yes, I Laser do. It's invasion. a movie title. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> Alien I mean, Friends. Yes. I immediately went to my like cryptic crossword solving defaults of like, oh, L-I is yeah. Roman yeah. numerals. Okay. Mm. Why did the but same you actually thing paid the attention posters. to the room that we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I got, well, I I got was... so caught up in some of these poster titles because that had L-I-V in as well, live and whoever. And I was like, mm. 54? Oh, my God, it's supposed to be said that. Yeah, I was so it took you a while to notice that the words were capitalized on I the posters, but obviously words. you got that immediately. <laughs> <The first> <laughs> well, I was just lucky because I, I wanted to click on something else to look at it. I accidentally brought up <laughs> the film titles. I looked straight at the first one that we were supposed to be looking at, and I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> ah, nice. 
and the one thing that is in this room that you did not need uh, was if you hadn't pulled down the posters and revealed the second door, uh, there's a little bit in the projectionist's booth uh, where I have added in my description of it that on the right-hand side, there's a little window that overlooks the right cinema. Uh, but on the left side, there's a wooden plank. Ooh. And you can pull that away to reveal, hey, you can see down. There's a second cinema down there Ooh. somewhere. And can I say but, all the different hidden compartments and things opening, like, I love that so much. I, yes. This is, like, giddy, childlike, like, there's a secret thing that we're going to go through the passageway. <laughs> we thought like, that I was, was a wall. almost giggling. Yeah, yeah, same. I was so excited. You can probably listen back and hear me going, <gasps> And it's so lucky that that still works in an audio room. Oh, right, because in a real escape room, I it's so great if there's a hidden door that you had no idea was a door. Mm-hmm. Like Sometimes you can see them and you can suspect that's a hidden door, but if something opens up that you did not know was in any way capable of opening, that's amazing. Yeah. And in an audio room... It's much easier to disguise when something can or cannot open up because I, I can make it as convincing as I feel like. We have yeah. done one but... very, very funny room. Because I was about to say you could do this as a joke, oh, but I'm pretty sure we have hilarious. done one where it existed, which was a, um, a bookshelf that had clear like hinges on it, the connecting, connecting it to the wall and like locks and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, obviously that bookshelf is a hidden... Uh, yeah. passageway because it's a bookshelf and I can see the hinges. And yeah. when you finally unlocked it, the bookshelf stays in place and the wall opens up. <laughs> <laughs> the wall beside just wonderful. it. It was ridiculous. You just feel like such an idiot because they, they were getting you. They're like, you just think, oh, yeah, hidden bookshelf. Yo, yeah. you yeah. haven't got me. And it's just wonderful. It was uh, highly embarrassing, delightful. but it was great. <laughs> That's wonderful. They played you like a violin. <laughs> now, the one thing that you, uh, that you guys saw much sooner than I did was with those posters um, well not only just that there were words that were capitalized but you had a clear idea straight away like when you first saw those words you were thinking um, that they were homonyms or homophones or, like there were mm. there were a lot of words that sound like other words and I really didn't notice those I wasn't right. thinking about right right and side side and all that stuff so I didn't notice it till right at the end um, so you you kind of had that puzzle come through together much quicker and jim i feel like in our uh, game interactions with you wordy joke puzzles feel like your sort of thing yeah finally my uh wait hang on let me try to think about actually it is my strength but it is also my weakness uh, two sides <laughs> of the same coin uh, <laughs> listeners, you heard these people groaning when I made the wrong scan. I don't want you to turn on the red that light. Was that was amazing. Exactly the sort of thing. Like I can't help myself. I, it, it just comes out, and so it was that actually one, useful at the end. Jim, that one was so good. It made me feel good, and <laughs> like made me feel good about how I had designed this room. It's just something that I'm sort of like always looking out for, I guess. Um, the the last thing I did before I came over here was do a cryptic crossword with my mum. So maybe I was like especially You're primed, primed in the game. zone. Yeah. Mm. The other thing I think is interesting about this room, uh, because it came up with with the way you were looking through the 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 cinemas, is the extent to which like knowing what to do with a puzzle can be really hard if you haven't found your like input. Right, mm-hmm. like how to to do this. You might like have an idea of the answer, but 
having a really clear idea of how to input your answer is so important. Because I felt I found that uh, in this one, and I think I had a similar issue in the playtest with the chairs, is that if you think of them as chairs and you have a picture of them in your head, you're kind of like, okay, I got chairs. I yeah. now know something about chairs. But as soon as you have the idea that one part of that chair can move, mm. like... You know, mm. there, there is a binary of up or down on chairs. So as soon as you get the description, oh, well, by the way, and like these chairs, they have that flap bit. Yeah, yeah. it would have been nice if, I, if I'd uh, found a way to uh, describe the chairs earlier. Like I have in my notes just waiting for a cool look at, look the, at chairs, the chairs, but yeah. that didn't really come up in that way. So I had to figure out exactly where to put that. And I probably should have found a way to include that sooner. Mm. Well, but that's interesting. interesting. As soon as you have that the... input option, you can do the puzzle. What's interesting is that when we saw the map oh sorry what's interesting is that when we saw the high score with some of the chairs blanked out i was like oh maybe we're going to have to lift some of the chairs up um mm. and we're going to have to uh, do yeah. some sort of like up and down thing and then when we got into the cinema and you didn't describe them as being the sort of spring-loaded type um then i assumed like oh okay well then they just must all be down and i sort of subconsciously let that thing go because to my mind like it's interesting about like whether they're I was thinking of chairs that start flat down, but then mm. you can pick them up. Whereas you were mm. thinking of chairs that's a sprung load. So sprung yep. load? Spring loaded. Yep. I, I, I conjugated <laughs> the wrong part of the verb. Um sprangled. Yeah, they're sprangled angled. Um so that uh, they're always up and you've got to weigh them down. Yeah, this is the biggest pitfall of these audio escape rooms. You have to make sure that what you are visualizing in your head does absolutely get across the things that you don't realize don't go without saying. See, and the problem is Danny is just too cultured. So you were picturing the type of chairs that would actually be in a movie theater, whereas Danny is picturing the chairs from a concert hall or an opera house <laughs> right. or, you know, or, or a theater hey, where they would I, actually flip I'm, down I'm like gonna that. I'm going to jump into Danny's corner here because this isn't an actual cinema. This is the set of a cinema that has been built for a TV show. Damn straight. Mm. So it, yes. it, maybe the set designers like created this classy sort of world. Yeah, they, yeah. this was where they really blew their budget. Yeah. <laughs> Cinema chairs. <laughs> For when all of the people watching the show are watching you watch a movie. <laughs> but then that also raises so many interesting questions of like, so if this cinema too has been dusty and unused for years, like was this built when our character was a baby, like right at the start of the show and it just mm, ended yes. up not being used? Or is this set left over from the previous season, from the previous person who was mm. in Ooh. this show? And it's Maybe this endless it's where... cycle. Maybe it's where the premiere was aired and you could buy tickets to it. Oh, <laughs> damn. I want to make like an immersive theater show of that where the audience member is, they realize that they're a... Anyway, sorry, carry on. Yep, let's keep talking. No, about no, I'm going, uh, when your character goes to the movies, they go into cinema one and all the people who want to watch <gasps> you had to go into cinema two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then watch dust it all up afterwards. Basically yeah. a very fancy reaction video. <laughs> 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 exactly. Ah, all right. I really enjoyed listening to that. Uh, uh, it's so nice as well, like now doing all the play tests and seeing people do the same things and different things where we get caught on the same ideas. Mm. Uh, but you two were fantastic and you did a lot better mm -hmm. than me. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, if people want to hear more of you and the stuff that you're doing, uh, where can they find you? All oh, right. Well, uh, sh oh, sorry, Kirsty, do you want to talk about the show? Oh, no, Jim, I think you've got a good spiel for this one. Okay. 
Uh, well, our show is called Escape Hamilton. It comes out every week or so, depending on how long it takes to edit an episode. <laughs> and uh, you can find it on all the pod places and you can follow us on Instagram at Escape Hamilton. And if you happen to be in New Zealand, then uh, I'm going to be touring my show The Saboteur, which is a hidden role improv game in Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch. Christchurch? Christchurch. It's where they have the shirts of Christ. <laughs> and it's a, it's a holy relic. It's a holy relic. Um, and also my show, The Museum, this morning in a couple of other places as well. And you can find uh, details of those things. Uh, I don't know. Uh, where can you find them? Let's say facebook.com slash fimjishwick. Yeah. Perfect. Beautiful. All right. And there'll be links to that stuff in the show notes as well. Oh, yeah, uh, wonderful. It was great to have the two of you on. Uh, if you want to hear more of what Danny and I do, uh, you can find everything we do at consumethismedia.com, which will be Escape This Podcast, uh, our second show, Solve This Murder. If you want to hear some murder mysteries that Danny creates and I try and solve. If you want to hear difficult. more episodes of Solve This Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's our great spin-off show. Um, That's more our Twitch channel. We have our Twitch channel, Play This Game, where you can watch us Play this Mostly game live. Play this game. Well, yes, this play this game. The yeah, twi- play this game live mm. is the, uh, the there's there's all the links on consumethismedia.com. Uh, and we usually play Nancy Drew every week. We also play other fun stuff every now and then. You can go back and watch some of Danny's blindfolded run of Pokemon or uh, oh my God. or me playing through both <laughs> I'm of the, play the Radical two Batman Red games. It's great fun. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. <laughs> but uh, it is really lovely. And if you enjoy the show and you want to support the show and you want to hear the playtest audio or a series of two-minute mysteries that we do, uh, you can always join the Patreon. Uh, there's a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, and donors can appear in episodes. Uh, they, there there episodes? was no one in this one. All right. Uh, donors can have the chance to appear as NPCs in the rooms that Danny creates. Uh, but there's also bonus episodes and badges and other fun stuff for donors. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again to Jim and Kirsty for coming on. It was Yay. lovely to have you. And Thank uh, you thank for you having you us. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.